In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, she's back. Courtney Fenneker is back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So good to have you back, Courtney. How you doing? It's been too long, Rob. How are you? <laughs> good, good. You've been scouring baseball fields all over the country, uh, get, getting getting the vibe of, of MLB. And and now uh, we're storming on into All-Star Game, which we, we had said that we wanted the whole group to get out to All-Star Game. But Seattle's a tough place to get to, Courtney. It's a it tough is. place. It is, you know, it's for you on the East Coast, even for me in Chicago, centrally located, that's like a four and a half hour flight still. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. next year, next year. Uh, but anyway, but in the meantime, before the All-Star game, we have 4th of July. Yes. Yes, it's yay America. <laughs> yay nothing America. More, yeah. nothing, more, nothing more American than America's pastime, right? Oh, look at you. All right, Exactly. Um, but I will say this. So you did such an excellent job and it got big numbers too. People love listening to it, the opening day. Like yes. your your story on opening day was so good with your dad. Yep. That was yep. good. I, opening day, I have always treated it, despite this long season that we're both in at the moment. Opening day will always be a holiday for me, my dad. I talk to a lot of people that consider opening day their holiday. And it really is. So I'm glad other people agree with me and enjoy that story because it really is special for me. They did enjoy it. It was a good story. And speaking of holidays, an actual holiday, a holiday that's observed by most businesses, uh, not by us because we're doing a podcast on 4th of July. It's 4th of July, um, Independence Day. And Courtney, I I want you to go to basically be the voice of the fan, be the voice of the baseball follower who can tell us like how to enjoy baseball on the 4th of July. Because I do feel like it's not technically the halfway point, but when we think of summer and we think of baseball, it's kind of like this day always lands. It's the reason why they have a lot of day games. And and this is going to be – I'm going to totally date myself. But when I think of 4th of July, I think of – the hottest day of the year and in the bleachers of just a sea of shirtless men in jean shorts and painters hats. (laughs) Fantastic visual. (laughs) But they don't hear And this is one of my, this is one of my things of like how no, nobody, I brought this up in the broadcast. Every time I have what the person who is broadcasting me cringes, wants to crawl under the table, which is, why don't they let people take their shirts off at games anymore? You know, (laughs) I'm laughing because I remember, and again, I'm not a Cub fan, but I remember coming home from camp as a kid 
and having my mom watch the Cubs on WGN. And that is all you would see was shirtless men in jean shorts sitting in the Wrigley Field bleachers. That was the symbol <laughs> of summer right there. And, and, and one of them had just happened to be the Cubs broadcaster. Which is <laughs> Makes it even better. Good well, old thank you. Thank you, right? I mean, but this is like, I and I asked this, the I don't know a couple of years ago, but I said I said to somebody at Fenway Park like why why don't and like they they don't let you they literally don't let you do it anymore and and maybe it's a good thing because I don't think with the seats being so close to each other you don't yeah. want to have the uh, you ever see the movie Along Came Polly Yes, I have, and I know yeah, exactly. you know, <laughs> so. So yeah. the basketball scene where he's his face just rubs through the chest yeah. hair. So that's basically be watching a baseball game. Um, but yeah, so I guess maybe it's a good thing, but still it's a curious thing for me. And it's, it's funny because I guess as a man, if you were out in the Fenway bleachers or the Wrigley field bleachers and you did take your shirt off, I mean, would they remove you? I no, mean, I, no be- I think they say, <laughs> put your shirt back on. Honestly, it's, I mean, maybe it depends. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I am kind of fascinated now, but that's a really funny comment because you always used to see that. Always. I think that we're going down the wrong road here. I, wrong, wrong. I, I think, I think, I think that overall compared to the seventies, the eighties, men are more resistant to take their shirts off in public anyway. Actually a very good point. They say that very seriously. Like, let's move on. Let's get get to the Fourth of July conversation. All right, all right, all right. So, so I had I just said in a very awkward way what (laughs) uh, Fourth of July baseball meant to me. Tell me, like, what do you think of when you think of Fourth of July baseball? One thing that I love about these types of holidays for baseball is that this gives baseball an opportunity to really grasp these summer holidays. Like I'm sure you work in the industry, so it's different, but nothing frustrates me more as a fan when it's Memorial Day, Labor Day, 4th of July, and your team is off. I can't stand Mm -hmm. that. To me, every single team needs to be playing on these types of holidays, especially 4th of July. Because just like I said, America's pastime, America's holiday. Baseball really needs to embrace these summer these summer holidays because let's be honest, no football right now, no hockey, no NBA. This is the time that MLB really needs to grab this opportunity and take control of the summer. And it, it starts with a holiday like Fourth of July. It's a great point you bring up about no other sports because this is the when we talk about oh wait for baseball. Wait till the summer. It's nice out. People are getting into baseball. And then it sort of comes and it goes. But this is the the stopping and appreciating. And we're not distracted by NFL training camp. Yep. This is it. This is, and we've said this before, and I think you you agreed with it. The best sporting event to go to is a baseball game. Not even close. Absolutely. Not even close. And and then to do that on fourth of July, which you are, by the way. I am yeah. uh, Toronto, Toronto versus White Sox, USA versus Canada. Again, what gets more American than that? Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's uh, it's you're never going to boo harder at Canada than you are on on Fourth of July. I love that. and I love our neighbors to the north. But come on, they just had their Independence Day. Now we're going to have ours. We're going to battle it out. It'll be a good. Yeah, they they are exactly. It's, they, I'm sure that it was a lot of vitriol up in Toronto. 
on mm-hmm. on Canada Day. Uh, when was that? July July first, July first. Um, yep. Yeah. So it's so when it comes to summer and baseball, it goes by too quick, right? I mean we we get we get so wrapped up in life, we get so wrapped yeah. up in and the beginning of a season and not worrying about pennant races and everything else. And that's another thing after 4th of July comes and goes, we really like to have to talk about all we can talk about or or are going to be talking about is trade deadlines. Yep. Right. This is like this, this is a day of pure, of just summer, just summer. And what better way, whether it's a day game, night game. I mean, I know the white Sox have a huge fireworks show after, after the game, they have a night game. I'm sure a lot of other teams are doing that. I mean, what a cool experience, you know. I have a 7-10 game Tuesday. I plan on being at the beach all day, heading to the park, tan, ready to go. Of course, beverage in my hands, ready to watch some baseball on America's holiday. That does not get any better than that. And that's exactly why MLB needs to make sure at all times these holidays are filled in the summer with baseball, 100%. Okay, so the, for the people – who are also attending, uh, let's say for night game. It doesn't have to be a night, but let's say a night game because then we want to line up the what you're doing. Yeah. Give me your give me your pregame. Give me your day. Give me your waking up. You yell, you spring out of bed, and you yell, yay, America. <laughs> yay. <laughs> and then you go from there. So and then, then I'm there. Yeah, so, um, what is, so what do you do? So, honestly, it's, it is just a full day of relaxation for me personally. Um, you know, Rob, it's been a roller coaster of a year with baseball and everything else and life. Fourth of July is a day off for most people. So I'm going to treat it as a day off. It's supposed to be like 85 and sunny here. Nice. Get up early, head to the beach. And I'm not sure if, I mean, I'm sure there's other fans that do this, but when I'm at the beach, I'm monitoring all the other games that are going on, the day games. So I'm checking the scores. I'm checking to see what the twins are doing, unfortunately, and so on and so forth. So just because I'm relaxing doesn't mean the baseball goes off. So constantly monitoring. And then, you know me, Rob, I like to get to the stadium early. Mm-hmm. So get to the stadium early. It's a seven o'clock game. I like to get there no later than 630, taking the sights and sounds, enjoy the day, enjoy the weather, and just really understand what this day is about and appreciate America's pastime. Well, so now you get to the park and one of the things that you're best in the business at is giving the what's what when it comes to going to the park and what to consume at the park. And we've already we've already documented and I would like to do and maybe in a little bit in a little bit you just went to another park which is Angel Stadium, correct? Yes. Yes, I, I do. Re- we can do a review of that. But it's uh but at guaranteed rate field where you're going what is the what is the go to like now? Like it's not even you know where everything is. You know every stand. You know what is your go to? So the newest thing that they have that I am just absolutely obsessed with, especially on a warm summer day, they have frozen margarita popsicles. Ooh, is that new? Brand new, like literally brand new. I'm talking like a month old. Wow. Yeah, and How? you know me, margaritas. I don't mess around. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta say, I I, I didn't just, I did not discover them on my own. Um, a Twitter follower who's a great Sox fan, Josh Nelson, tweeted at me saying, "Corny, you need to check these out." And he's like, "This has you all over it." And sure enough, it had me all over it. I'm like, "This is the newest beverage of the summer, right?" Here. Wait, I have so many questions, including, <laughs> but before I ask the questions, I'm going to be honest with you. 
the intensity coming out of your eyes when you said yeah was 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 pretty impressive uh, I get excited by food and beverage, Rob. Nobody knows that more than you. I know. And that's why you're the best. So how many, this is a very important question, maybe one of the more important baseball questions we've had. Yes. How many margarita popsicles does Oof. it take to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to I don't know, bottom? Yeah, to, to, get up, to, 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 to feel like, you know, you've, you've, it, it was worthy of your time. I would say I've only experimented with two so far, and I think that's my happy zone. I think oh. that's my happy. Oh, yeah. well, so they're loaded up. They're they're pretty they're pretty good, especially when they start like melting. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely they're pretty good. They're pretty how, soft. How much do they cost? Fifteen dollars. Okay, which is a better bargain, the helmet margarita in Texas or the the margarita popsicle? I gotta say, for as expensive as that margarita in texas was that thing was very loaded so that is the better value for sure <laughs> and you only need one of the helmets so you're good so the value <laughs> is texas for sure for sure it, it's science you only need one helmet when it comes to margaritas i mean compared to a popsicle compared to a helmet gotta go helmet <laughs> so 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 on tuesday fourth of july you will be celebrating our nation's independence with two margarita popsicles yep no doubt what are you going to eat? So the newest um, stand that the White Sox have, they have like loaded mac and cheese. Okay. Also, also way up my, right up my alley. So I recently indulged in their chorizo mac and cheese, Whoa. which was, yeah, it was phenomenal. Has mac and cheese, chorizo, it's spicy, has little potato bits in it. Really good. Really good. Oh. Okay. Excellent. Let me ask you this. When the game, you stay to the end of the game. Always. Always. Unless uh, it's like you know, nothing, which we've, we've unfortunately all have sat through that. Yeah. But, yeah. We, it's, it's understood. The, yeah. um, the, uh, we should do a ballpark best Uber pickup because I think the White Sox are uh, number 30 on whatever list that is. And that is. <laughs> as someone, I'm, as someone who literally had to, was running down the street chasing this guy in the pouring rain <laughs> the other day. I don't know I, struggle, but that's phenomenal. <laughs> it's, it's so sad. It was like one of the saddest things. But I feel like in Major League Baseball, this has to be the the white Courtney before Uber guaranteed rate park, whatever it was called, a field was always the worst to pick up a taxi or it always yeah. has been. It was because it was very isolated. There was not a whole lot around it back then. I mean, now we do have a couple of scarce bars here and there. But you but have yeah. the Uber. You have the Uber lot. We have the Uber lot, and also a lot of um, fans, especially f a few years ago, would always take the L to the game. The L, which is of course our train station, our train kind of like the subway in New York, our train system. It literally drops you right off there. So a lot of fans do take the L. So okay, but I can't be seen with a riffraff, so I have to, you know. Correct. I mean, you're, and neither can I, Rob. So you know. I know. Me. So do you take an Uber? I do take an Uber, yes. Or if I'm not drinking, I have a because you know I'm VIP, of course. I have a um, a parking pass for the neighborhood that's around. Oh, nice. Yeah. We, so I'll we actually, we actually, I know nobody cares about this, but I don't care. We actually had to. The Uber was such a mess at Guaranteed Rate Field that. That we said, we think it's a good idea. This is so stupid to walk <laughs> down the street under the underpass to that hot dog stand 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fourth Street or something yeah. or what? Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. A good, not a good idea. No, not a good idea. I would not recommend that. You should I should have called, have called you. Yeah, I know. I know. So stupid. Idea. So stupid. Anyway. All right. Well, um, it's going to be a great day. Uh, what will you wear? Will you wear like red, white and blue or will you wear your traditional white socks garb? I'm wearing my traditional White Sox garb. I mean, I have the whole powder blue old school un- jersey already picked out. I'm ready to go. Um, but, yeah, I, it's going to be a great day. And like I said, you know, MLB really needs to just start embracing these. They do. These traditions, you know. I mean, this is, again, we don't have training camp for NFL yet. We still have a month until that's going on. So let's really embrace these days and take some time to enjoy America's pastime. Well, that's why I wanted to do this podcast, honestly, because I feel like it's much like our opening day podcast. This is a time to just stop, relax, reflect, and appreciate the great game of going to the great game of baseball and everything about it. And and even go into like a cookout. This I know that's cliche, but you go to the like the fact that you go to the beach and and monitoring games on your phone. So yeah, good for you. And honestly, I mean, I'm not sure if you feel this way either, but when 4th of July hits and it comes and goes, I feel like the year just like flies by. I know. That's another part of it. I mean, it really does. So I feel like this is a time, stop, reflect, enjoy, take in a great game of baseball and just relax. Because like we talked about, best game by far to see in person. Going to be a great day. It's a holiday. We should all enjoy it. Yeah. And you're so you're so right. I'm glad you brought that up. That this is sort of like now, it, like we uh, it's August. Oh my goodness, it's September. Are you Literally. kidding me? It's October. What is, it's snowing? What's going on? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So it's time for if I had music right now, I would do the the Courtney Finnicum, uh ballpark review theme. Yeah. Which it's time for another ballpark review with Courtney. Uh, it's a ballpark that I think that you've been to. You were before. You've been to it before, correct? I and yes, this is now my second time. Yes. So this okay. is not ballpark for me but you know you'll no, discover right exactly so angel stadium i don't believe they call it anything else uh angel stadium and i was there not too long ago and what was striking I, before i let you you're going to do a much better job of reviewing this and then i am but i had never really walked around too too much if you go there you have the Disney rocks in center field, right? The fake rocks, like your Splash Mountain or whatever it is. So the image of it is sort of this newish park. But then I went up to, because I, I had people up in, on, in, on the upper deck, and I'm like, man, this is an older park. This is an older <laughs> park. Yep. So yep. I, I, that's all I get to say about it. I want you to do the review. What do you got? So I will say that's actually a really good segue into what I was going to say because – I think if you see it on TV and you see that outfield with the light up, you know, halo and the rocks and like, you know, the fire and everything, they do a really nice job in their outfield. But that is one of the older stadiums. And when you compare, because we go to a lot of stadiums compared to like the new walking around a newer stadium. And then you go to walk around that one. You're like, oh yeah, there's, there's a big difference, but I got to say being in that older stadium again, actually felt weirdly good. Because it wasn't trying to be something that it wasn't, you know, like yeah. it's an older stadium, you know, it has its flaws, but they're not trying to be like this mall type where everything is, you know, really trendy. It's just kind of there. And 
it's actually pretty nice for an older stadium. You know, the concession spaces are pretty, pretty wide, which I love. I don't like being packed in. The seats are good. They got a couple of bars, you know, sprinkled throughout the stadium. For an older stadium, they do a nice job, I think. What do you get? So I got... I got, um, I I was very simple this trip. I got pizza, which is very simple for me. And I just stuck with wine and beer, which is very simple. Was it OG's pizza? It was, yes. Oh, yeah. So you know what the OG story is. The OG's first, so first first off, uh, when we went out there, my wife had said, like, this OG's pizza is the best pizza I've ever had. I'm like, oh, oof. Yeah, well, this was at, like, the OGs, because they're everywhere. It was next to the hotel. Yeah. But OGs was the place, The and and, uh, Jeff Fletcher brought this up on Twitter the other day, the Joe Kelly draft story. Yes. OGs. Did I tell you this story? Maybe you did refresh me. You may have. Okay. Uh, Well, the draft, which is coming up as well. um, Joe, Joe, the draft, the the draft that was going to have Joe in it, he was, it coincided exactly with his 21st birthday. So they had a party at OG's, a 21st birthday slash uh, draft party. Well, the problem was, is that by the time the draft started, the 21st birthday had already taken over, t- taken room. Oh, So, oh, I mean, yes. he lived right near Angel Stadium. Mm. And so second round comes around, the Angels call him, how much would it take to sign you? And he's obliterated. And he said, like, a billion dollars. Obviously. And hangs yeah. up. And so, obviously, they don't pick him. They actually pick Patrick Corbin. And, oh, wow. And St. Louis picks him in the next round. We figure it out. It cost him, like, a couple hundred thousand dollars. And, oh. <laughs> yeah, because. And yeah. the great thing about Joe was that when I found this out, he he told me this back when he was, he's in the book. But he told me about it first when he was with the Red Sox. I said, oh, yeah, can I write this? He's like, yeah. And then he, like, runs back. He's like, and write the headline, blame it on the Jägermeister. I'm like, okay. I love that. I yeah. love it. So, anyway, that's my OG story. Um, that is, that's a great story. Got to love Joe, you know. He he would have appreciated a few Helma Margaritas back then. Now, I know it doesn't drink anymore. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Right. Yeah, we right. so, but uh, – right. But yeah, back in yes, it's. I mean, who doesn't? That's that might be the best revelation that we've had in a long time. Ever since the margarita helmets in Texas. I mean, and the brisket nachos. You can't. I mean, they actually. I will say, for a newer park, that is sort of a pain. They had some very fun concession items. I will give them that. I will give them that. Okay. Well, the as you said, the we this we want to give a shout out to the person who told you about the margarita. Popsicles, correct? Who was that yes, again? Josh. Yes, Josh, Josh, Josh Nelson. I was yeah. trying to find Josh Nelson on Twitter yesterday, and I wasn't able to. <laughs> what a segue! What a segue to this, Courtney. So before we go, before we before we go, before we go, I know that you know we you and I were texting about this, um, about the, what Twitter became on Saturday, and and not to get into sort of the political realm of it, but more of like this is. The joy of like how baseball, this is part of the joy of baseball is, is how we interact on Twitter and how we consume stuff on Twitter and everything else. I told you, I said, I, yesterday or Saturday, Saturday, it truly felt when I'm trying to constantly do this and said, rate whatever is exceeded. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, I'm sad. Like, I'm just like literally sad and like, 
I'm not even a guy like some of the other writers. I mean, they are obsessed with it. I'm not even that guy. But, right, right. But you like you're, but you're good at it. You like doing it. So yeah. And I love it. And honestly, I mean, let's be honest, Rob. I mean, the reason I'm on here today is because of Twitter, right? right. I mean, that. So I mean, it's done a lot for for everyone. And I was joking with a, a couple of people, and I'm like. God, if this continues throughout the trade deadline, I'm going to be pulling my hair out. Like, this is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> but, it, and I agree. Like, we talked about it this morning. Like, it, it is sad. It was sad. It's like, we built this following. We built this community. I, I mean, I like to have fun doing it. I'm not there to, you know, harass or bully or yell about things. I just want to have a good time, talk baseball, talk sports. And that 24 hours was crazy yesterday. It was very, very sad. That's actually a perfect way to put it. It was sad. Does it feel like that by the time, let's see, you know, by the time this week evolves, by the time we get the trade deadline, do you, what's your guess? Do you think that we get more back to normal here? It felt like, and I, I can't follow this stuff. I don't know. Like, I, I'm trying to figure it out. I felt like today I was able to look at my tweets a little bit better than yesterday. I don't even want to jinx it, but today has been fairly back to normal. There's a couple of things I still can do. Like, I can't view quote tweets for some reason i just think they're working out whatever happened yesterday and they're still working it out but it's been throughout the day it's been pretty good so far so i'm hoping at least by early next week that we're back to normal hopefully what's your as long as we're talking about it what is your your top three favorite things about baseball twitter so you know for instance you could love it for following what's going on in a game you could love it for basically venting like you're what you would be screaming at someone next on the couch next to you. You right. could love it for just information or uh, giving information or telling a story or what, what's your favorite thing about it? Honestly, a little bit of everything you just mentioned, but really my favorite thing that I missed out on yesterday that I really realized I used this platform for us for was getting immediate information. You know, I mean, it was we t I think we take for granted the fact that we have these for, for better or worse, these sources and this information that's coming at us really 24 seven. And we have access to it at all times and being unable to have that. And that's what's for sports. But news in general was very tough. So and kind of like you said, too, especially during you know, tough baseball moments in football, for sure. It's a great way to get my angst out. I love getting my <laughs> angst out on Twitter. Very fun. <laughs> so, again, not having that outlet, not good. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's what they're banking on. I mean, But it's it's just, it was, it really is. And maybe it's on us. I mean, maybe as as I was screaming and yelling, or or not screaming and yelling, as I was, observing the Fenway Park bleachers as a young man and saying, all these people, why aren't they wearing their shirts and all those painters hats? I wasn't worrying about Twitter, but now that, you know, this is ingrained in us and I think there's really no turning back. And that's the problem. That's what they're banking on to a certain extent too. I mean, it is. One yeah. And I think, and I think we all sort of proved that to each other yesterday. We we're like, Oh boy, like we are banking on this technology. We, we want this, you know, we, we were losing our minds that we didn't have it. So like, they're banking on that. They know they have us and it is what it is, but just don't mess with it. You know, don't mess. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't mess thank, with it. Thank you. Yes. You, if you could say that you're speaking to Elon right now. So there you go. Yes. There, it literally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, I didn't. And now in case, in case people can't see, I'm wearing, 
I have like half my wardrobe is Elon. It's because of Elon University. It's yeah. like, yeah, just uh, not a good data. What, what am I doing? Like, it's what am I thinking? Believe me, Rob, there's a quite a other few things I like to say to Elon besides, you know, don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But, well, know. yeah, well, the, listen, I mean, this again is great university. I've, I've believe me, I've put almost put two kids through there. Um, all right. Well, what, is there any parks before in the next couple of months that you may be going to? I believe I'm finally hitting Petco. Yeah, yeah, Courtney. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. This is like a three podcast visit for you. I know. I'm excited. I'm it is. It. it is. Petco is. I feel the best stadium. The most things in terms of concessions. Mm. Not even. Not even close. Like oh, I can't. Not, not even close. And so, like, where you have Atlanta. Atlanta outside, even like Wrigley outside. There's other parks that have much more outside. Of course. The, the amount of stuff. It was, it was, it was, it's incredible. I cannot wait for you to go. When, when are you going to go there? So I'm thinking either August or September. So I'm okay. trying to, I'm coinciding it with my work. You know what that means. So, um, yeah, I'm, it's August or September. I'm very, I mean, I've heard their beer selection is the best, is it's, the best. League. I mean, yeah. I've heard. Very good things. This so, is going to be great. I can't wait for you to go. I'm excited. And I'm I can't very- wait for your full-time job to be a, a ballpark reviewer as well. So there you Rob, you you know people. Come on. Make this make this a thing for me. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's, 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 it's just a matter of time. It's just, just- a matter of 2024. Uh, all right, Courtney. Always a pleasure. Always good stuff. We solved a lot of problems today. Always. Rob, always a pleasure. Go, go, go both socks. Go socks. <laughs> Go baseball. Go baseball.